Hey y'all, how are you? Happy Tuesday. It's your girl Allie, the host of Be That Bitch Podcast, which I'm assuming you know because you probably follow me on social media. And if you by chance found this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that's a little weird, but also hi. It's so crazy that you can find. So I recorded this podcast um, post an eight mile run where it was probably one of the hardest runs that I have had in a very, 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 very long time. And so it's a little ranty and it's all about just choosing your hard and maybe changing your perspective around hard. Without further ado, I truly hope it helps so much. Um, Don't forget to scroll down, click the five stars, leave me a rating and review. They truly do help the podcast grow. And I am always just so internally grateful for every single one of y'all that leave a rating and review. So anyways, I hope y'all enjoy. So I just got in from an eight mile run and I'm not going to lie y'all, my mindset, the first three miles was such shit. It was awful. I kept thinking how fucking hard this was and how much I hated this and how much I didn't want to do it and how much my legs hurt and how heavy my legs felt and every single thing negatively. And what I have realized over the last year and a half is where our mindset is, our body will follow. So if we're constantly thinking about how hard something is, guess what? Our mind's going to be constantly looking for reasons as to why everything is hard to validate those thoughts. And then it's going to always be in the forefront of our mind why things are hard. Where we think things are, the way we think things are, is the way they are going to be. And that is always how it is right? And hard is always such a relative term, right? Because at the end of the day, we choose. I had no energy. I lived my life for her because I felt like it was selfish to take any time away from her. I said it was too hard to prioritize my health because now I'm a mom. I said it was too hard to eat healthy because now I have cooking two other for two other people and they don't always like the foods that I cook, right? I felt like it was too hard. And for so long, I chose those thoughts. So I was constantly looking for validation as to why those were true. And I lived in that reality. And then I had to realize eventually we choose our hard. We choose the hard that we want to live by. And I am sorry, y'all, but I am going to constantly choose the hard that makes me a better human because I have seen how the alternative plays out. You know, I don't know how many of y'all know my story, but I lost my mom at the young age of 18. She was 43 years old when I lost her. Um, And she gave us everything. She was the most selfless, individual I had ever met. She gave us everything, including her life, I always say, because she was constantly putting us above her. She was constantly prioritizing us, hoping and making sure that we had every single thing that we needed, right? If I needed cheerleading stuff, if I needed this, if I needed that, if I needed money, she made sure it happened. And she was a single mom, you know, on disability. And so we didn't have much, but what she had, she gave to us. And I can't tell you how many times now looking back that I wish she would have prioritized herself. I can't tell you how many times I wish she would have took time for her and I wish she would have taken care of herself and I wish that she would have, you know, invested in her and took care of her because I always wonder, would that have allowed her to be a grandmother? 
Would that have allowed her to be able to walk me down the aisle? Would that have allowed her to live a long, glorious life? And I never want anybody else to live through that. And so, yeah, I am fucking passionate about ensuring that everybody chooses the hard that makes them live a long, amazing life. That they don't prematurely die because of health complications, right? That they don't live a life that they're not obsessed with. Because at the end of the day, y'all, everything is freaking hard, right? Just like this run. (laughs) I was constantly, like I said, thinking about how freaking hard it was. And I had to remind that right now I get to choose my heart. And in that moment, I was like, Allie, you can do this. There was a song that I was listening to. It's called Warrior, right? Warrior, whatever. I can't pronounce it correctly, I guess. (laughs) But it was saying something like, now I lay down the lies that I told myself to survive because I am a warrior. What kind of lies can you lay down that you have told yourself for so freaking long that you have lived by? Is it the lie that you can't wake up early? Is it the lie that you can't work out? Is it the lie that you can't eat healthy? Is it the lie that you can't eat veggies? What is the lie that you've been telling yourself that you can lay down right now to completely change your life, to make you a different human, to make you better? What lies can you lay down? What excuses that you've been telling yourself What things that you have been thinking that are hard that might not actually be hard? Because I will tell you all this. I hid behind the word hard for a very long time. I let it discourage me before I even tried to do anything. I was like, running is too hard. I can't do that. So I wouldn't even try. And if I did, I talked myself out of it before I could even give it a chance. Going all in on my health is too hard. And I would talk myself out of it before I could give it even a chance right? I would tell myself that waking up early is just too hard. And then by the time I even attempted it, I had it convinced that it was just too hard. So what are you in your life right now convincing yourself that's just too hard? And can you try to step back, right? Just step outside of that thought and ask yourself, why? Why is it too hard to eat vegetables? Why is it too hard to wake up too early? Why is it too hard to work out? Why is it too hard to move your body? Why is it too hard to go on that run? Why is it too hard to start that business? Why is it too hard? Why? And then when you ask that, ask why again. And keep digging down and going layer by layer to really uncover why you have created this thought. And then ask yourself, is it too hard? Or do I just not want it bad enough? Yeah. Yeah. Ask yourself that. Is it too hard or do I just not want it bad enough? Because y'all, we will tell ourselves that we want something till we're blue in the face, but then go and say it's too hard, right? Gosh, I really want to get healthy, but the answer is to eat healthy, right? To, To work out and to eat healthy, but that's too hard. So do you even really fucking want it? Or are you just telling yourself that because that's what you feel like you should be wanting? Because y'all, at the end of the day, if you want something bad enough, you will find a way. And if you don't, you'll find an excuse. And a lot of the times our excuses are hidden behind the thought process that something is just too hard. 
And I know I have said hard a lot during this podcast and I have said, and I know it's probably a little ranty, but you know, that's just what I've got for you today. Because I will not lie, at the beginning of this day, I tried to record this podcast and nothing was coming to me. I was feeling so just uninspired. And the last thing I ever want to do is come in here forced. I feel like no one is ever inspired by forced content and I always just like to let it flow out of me and this is what's coming out of me. Because guess what y'all, that run was the hardest fucking run I have had in a long time. But I always come and kind of after the fact, look back and say, it's not the easy workouts. It's not the easy days that make monumental changes to my mindset and the person that I am. It's those hard ones. It's the ones that I have to fight through. It's the ones that I have to like dig down and really get gritty to be able to complete that completely transform my life. It's the ones that I have to talk myself out of quitting at least a million times that completely transform my life. And I think a lot of the time we think those people that are accomplishing stuff or super inspiring or whatever the case may be, they must not struggle with this, this bitch voice, right? They must not struggle with these negative thoughts and they must not struggle with thinking things are hard. And that could be the furthest thing from the truth. They still struggle with it. They just do it in spite of those thoughts. They have learned to work through those thoughts and not let those thoughts stop them. For so long, I would let the negative thoughts stop me. And it has taken me a long fucking time to not let those negative thoughts stop me anymore, to not let them just creep in and really just ruin an entire workout or make me quit early or anything like that. And I will tell y'all, there is nothing more rewarding than doing something that you always thought you couldn't or doing something that at the beginning of that workout or that whatever it is, you did not want to do it. And at the end of it, you can look back and be like, fuck, I am so proud of myself. I am so proud that I did the damn thing. I am so proud that in spite of all of the negative thoughts, I thought through it and proved that I am control of my thoughts. My thoughts don't control me. And that I can do this and that I am the person that's going to be able to do whatever that is that you're wanting to do, right? Like me, I am the person that's going to be able to run a fucking marathon because if I look at it right, I have ran 24 miles in the last 24 hours. That's two miles shy of a marathon that I have ran in the last 24 hours. And... (laughs) I still cannot believe that I am saying that because y'all, if you knew that Allie, that was a year and a half ago, she would be laughing in your face, like, like belly laughing because she would have never in a million years thought it was possible. She would have said that wasn't possible. It's too hard to run. The only thing she runs after is a margarita or if something is fucking chasing her. And now, now because I decided to drop that narrative that I always told myself, I decided to choose my heart. I decided to question why I always thought this was hard. Is it because it was challenging? Or is it because I just didn't want to put forth the effort? 
And I really truly think that I let myself not do this for so long because I did not want to put forth the effort. I didn't want to put forth the effort to get good at something because yes, it is challenging. And I wanted to hide behind that and say that people like me don't run. People like me aren't health and fitness influencers, right? People like me don't fucking run marathons or do 75 hard. (laughs) I almost thought about doing 75 hard two and a half years ago, but people like me didn't do that. I had never saw somebody like me do that. Y'all, I have let so many of these thoughts just hold me back my entire life. And so if you're sitting there letting them fucking hold you back, I get it. I get it. It's easier to hide behind these thoughts than to really question them and then fight through them. It's safe, right? It's like our fucking security blanket. Saying these things are too hard gives us this out. It gives us this reason. Oh, you know, you don't really have to do this. It's just too hard. It's not meant for you. But maybe it is. Maybe you are meant to fight through the hard. Maybe you were meant to do the hard things to prove that it's not impossible. Maybe you haven't seen anybody yet because it's up to you to pave the way. I feel like I am really helping pave the way for women in bigger bodies to run, right? Women in bigger bodies to do things that, you know, maybe you didn't think you could before as I'm sitting here with burns between my legs because I forgot to bring my anti-chafe stick to apply mid-run. So we got about four and a half miles in and I realized thick thigh probs was, was, was real. I mean, y'all, I got thunder and lightning and they fucking roar. Like, They roar and they are sore right now, right? This is something that people don't talk about enough, right? And so just think, at the end of the day, we get to decide. We get to decide the hard we want. So anyways, I don't know if this last 15 minutes was at all helpful or if I was really just talking in circles because I kind of feel like I was just talking in circles. But, you know, sometimes... It is what it is, and that is how it is. And if you're still listening, I want to thank you for still listening. And I hope this is making sense. I hope you're getting some kind of value. I hope that, you know, this is impacting your life in any way, shape, or form. But I wanted to go ahead and spend the next 10 minutes answering some of y'all's questions that you emailed in so I can help y'all out. Um, Remember, if y'all ever have any questions or need advice on anything, you can always email it to be that be pod at gmail.com. I love to be able to answer your questions, help you guys specifically, um, because I really do want this podcast to be a collaborative, right? I really want this to be not a I'm preaching at you or yelling at you type of podcast, but I'm truly just having a conversation and we get to help each other out. So going to go ahead and get to the first question. Um, while I'm doing that, don't forget to go scroll down, tap the five stars and leave a sweet review. Um, it really, truly does help grow the podcast, 
so much and get our name out. Okay, so let's get to some questions. So this first one is all about seeing people on social media and thinking, I can't do that. I can't be successful. I can't this, that, or the other. Um, and she says, uh, I know this is just the beginning of my journey and I know everyone looks so different, but your Instagram and your new podcast are just what people like me need. What would you say to somebody like me that is watching others on social media thinking, I can't do that. Okay, I get a little fired up about this one because I was that person for so long. I would make up these elaborate stories as to why I couldn't do this, right? Why I can't be successful like that person. Well, she must have like a private chef. She must have more time than me. She must not be working a full-time job. She must have a family that eats healthy. She must not have the pre-fucked up thoughts around food that I have. She must not this. She must not that. And at the end of the day, y'all, we need to take fucking ownership. We need to take ownership and know that no one has it any better than the other person unless they're fucking Beyonce and can afford a private chef and all these things. It really boils down to they're usually no different than we are. They usually have a full-time job. They usually have a lot of the same challenges and adversities we have. They just choose not to live by those challenges. They choose not to let those things define them. Y'all, I have struggled with binge eating my entire life. I have always struggled with my weight. I started Weight Watchers at 10 years old. I have a family that doesn't eat like me, right? I am all of these different things that could be stacked up against me that a lot of people would hide behind and allow them to rule their lives. But I just had to decide one day, I cannot let these things hold me back anymore. I can either look at them as excuses or look at them as obstacles that I need to learn how to overcome. So the obstacle that my family doesn't really eat like me, I figured out foods that we could enjoy together as a family and I can make tweaks to them, make them healthier for me. I had the obstacle that I didn't really have a lot of time to work out, so I woke up earlier. I had the obstacle that I was always a binge eater, so I really worked hard on my fucking relationship with food, right? I looked at every single excuse that I ever had and I turned it into an obstacle that I could then overcome, right? So yes, a lot of people on social media make their lives to look all fucking rainbows, butterflies, and unicorn shit. But we have to remember that that really is only 10% of their life, right? That is only 10%. And most people aren't going to put their really hard shit on social media. Unlike me, I put all of it on social media. Well, I don't even put all of it, but I put a lot of the hard shit just so everybody knows that they're not alone, that you are not alone in the struggle. And so when you're comparing yourself to somebody else on social media, or you feel like they have it easier than you, you have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Because y'all know at the end of the day, comparison is the thief of joy. And if we're looking at these people and comparing ourselves to them or trying to make up these elaborate stories to make ourselves feel better of why we're not doing what they're doing, we really need to take a long look, hard look in the mirror and ask ourselves, is it really that important then to me to be healthy if I'm going to be making all of these excuses? Or is it important to me enough for me to overcome these excuses? You know what I mean? 
All right, so the next question. I am struggling big time with anxiety and depression and just life itself. You have done exactly what I want to do and I'm just trying to find the courage to do it. Here's a little bit of a backstory. I'm 19 years old and I am majorly struggling with depression. I have near about lost the will to even get out of bed in the mornings. I feel like I'm pushing so hard, but I'm just standing still. I'm getting hardly any results in my health and wellness journey and I literally have all the tools right in front of me to do it. I just can't get off my lazy ass to do it. First off, don't talk about yourself that way. Everything you say that you felt or went through literally is exactly me. I feel like I can't ever complete nothing or stick to my promises to myself. I really have an all or nothing mindset and I'm trying to work on it so hard. I just don't know what to do at this point. It's hard as hell to show up and I'm just hating life and I don't want to hate it. Any suggestions or advice for someone who is going through all of this? Someone who never can stick to a plan for more than three days. Someone who can barely get out of bed in the mornings and show up for herself, her relationship, and her family. Someone who is going through just having to quit her job because of anxiety. Someone who is ready to give up and throw in the towel because she doesn't even see the point in this journey. Well, that was really heavy. And first off, I am so sorry that you're dealing with that. I too deal with depression pretty severely. I don't deal with as much anxiety as I do depression. Um, and there has been days, there's been so many days in the past where I barely could get out of bed, where I was so down and out and just had zero energy and I couldn't get out of the bed. And first off, I hope that you're talking with somebody. If it's, you know, do you just have a safe person to talk to if it's a therapist or anything like that? Because I have realized through my bouts with depression that it truly does help so much with talking to somebody to get that off of our chest. But also thinking about the why behind why we're on this journey, right? I feel like you're really focusing on the weight loss aspect and where I get that that's important, right? It's important to a lot of us. That can't be our sole reason for wanting to get healthy or we are never going to stick with it because this is the the fucking fact with weight loss. It will go stagnant at some points. It does fluctuate. It goes up and down depending on what's going on with your body. And so if our our sole purpose for taking care of ourselves is weight loss. We are never going to stick with it ever, ever, ever. It's never going to happen. It has to be deeper than that. It has to be something that means something to you. But also asking ourselves, do we feel better when we get out of bed and move our bodies? Do we feel better when we, you know, five, four, three, two, one, and choose something that brings us joy? Or do we feel better when we lay in bed and sit in that depression, right? Because at the end of the day, I know for me, I felt better when I got up and got moving. If it was just a walk or something like that. And that was something that really helped me through my depression was going on walks. I would literally go on walks and I would just voice memo every single thing that was going through my head, everything that was heavy on my heart. It was almost like a therapy session, but it also doubled as a workout, right? I was getting movement, but I also was dealing with all the thoughts and stuff in my head. And I truly do think if we want to change our mindset, 
we get our body moving, right? We change the state of our body. And once we get our body moving, it can really help with bringing, right? It brings the cortisol down and it really helps to boost the mood and and lighten our spirits. And so that is something that truly did help with me. You know, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. I'm not specialized in anything with depression. I can only speak from experience and saying that having a deeper why, you got to not focus on the weight. You got to not focus on the weight loss. And I know that goes counterintuitive to whatever we've done in the past. But remember, if we want something we've never had, maybe we need to do it a way that we've never done it. And so if you've always focused on weight loss and you've always only made it three days, maybe try to take weight loss out of it. Throw away the scale and really just focus on life gain. Focus on health. Focus on your mood. Focus on how you're feeling. Are you having less depressive episodes? There are so many different ways to measure results that can truly impact your life more than weight loss, right? Because there is life gain in this journey, not just what things we lose. And so that is my first thing I would say is focus on that. The second thing I would say is definitely talk to somebody. Um, if you don't have, you know, the means to find a therapist or anything like that, maybe you're talking to a friend or you talk to somebody that you love and trust, or maybe hell, you just talk to yourself, right? Like I did whenever I walked and did my voice recordings, but just talking it out and really just getting it out in the open in a way that can, you know, help you work through it instead of maybe hiding it and burying. And then the third thing I would focus on is baby steps. I say this all the time, but I truly do believe, especially when we're in a really deep depression or we're really, really finding things, you know, challenging and we don't know how we're going to navigate it all, taking manageable baby steps will get us so much further and then taking giant steps that can overwhelm us. So maybe right now you are fighting the urge to even be able to get out of bed. And so your first baby step is to just set your alarm for 10 minutes earlier and hop out of bed, right? Maybe that's your first baby step. And then once you are able to do that and get out of bed, then your second one is to go on a 15 minute walk every single day, just 15 minutes. Like I'm not going to focus on my nutrition. I'm not going to focus on anything else. I'm just going to focus on a 15 minute walk. And then once you've got that under control, then you can start thinking about maybe I'm going to add personal development in there so I can work on my mindset. Then you can add an actual different type of workout. Maybe it's lifting or whatever the case may be and just constantly be stacking these little habits that seem manageable because the more manageable it seems, the more less likely we are to get overwhelmed and shut down, right? And the more likely we are to stick with it long term and the more likely it is to truly transform our lives. And that is when you will see those lasting results, right? I am virtually hugging you, girl. I know firsthand how hard it can be. And, you know, reading some of that truly did just bring me back to, you know, the thoughts that I was having in 2020 um, when I was really going through the thick of my postpartum depression. And just know you are not alone. You are not alone in this struggle. You're not alone in this hard. And I am living proof that you can eventually work through it and get on the other side and be so immensely proud of yourself, but also so immensely grateful for this season. Because this season is getting you prepared to crush it in the next one.
I know right now it might not make sense, but I truly do believe every single thing God puts us through is to prepare us for what is to come, to strengthen us for what he's got to come next. So maybe this is just so you can prove how strong you are to pull yourself out of this. And you will. You will. If you keep fighting, if you keep going and you keep making those baby steps. So write down the first two things that you're going to do and then just start compounding those. And I promise you, you will get there. Okay. All right, y'all. I am so freaking grateful for y'all. And just from the bottom of my heart, know how much it means to me that y'all take the time out of your Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this to tune into the podcast. I truly just did this because I felt like there was a need for a little bit of tough love mixed with a lot of love and somebody who's been there, somebody who's been through the struggle and has come out on the other side to truly help navigate y'all through that because I feel like so many times I listen to these health and wellness podcasts or I listen to fitness coaches or whatever the case may be and as where they are inspirational they don't understand right they've never been there and I think it just means so much and it just helps so much when somebody has been there so Anyways, I am grateful for y'all. If you loved this podcast, please share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram stories, tag me, share your favorite quote from this one. I love to reshare them. And I also love to just send you a little thank you message um, because it truly, truly does mean the world to me. So anyways, I'm going to leave you guys like I leave you every single Tuesday in a world full of bitches. Be that bitch. Whatever that bitch is to you. Bye y'all.